those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. Welcome, everybody. This is Room Tone, the radio show that takes filmmaking's community to your ears. And I'm Ruggero, your host. Here we are today, another beautiful day in the summer here in Vancouver, UBC, broadcasting from unceded Maskum Land on 101.9 FM radio. We are joined, coming straight from the Vancouver Asian Film Festival, Lin Lee and Regina Leong. How are you doing? Very well, thank you, Fantastic. Yeah, right on, so right on. Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday for sure. That's a great way to start the week. And uh, here we are. Uh, I just want to ask you right away, just like I usually do, who are you? Okay, I'm going to go first. Go for I, it. I'm Lynn. I am the new festival director of the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Uh, I uh, was born in Hong Kong, and I moved to Vancouver when I was a teenager, uh, very long story short, I moved away after I graduated from UBC mm. and uh, worked in Asia, in Hong Kong and China for a long time before I moved back again four years ago. And uh, um, somehow I got into the film business mm-hmm. and uh, met great people and met uh, great people at the film festival. Uh, found out about uh, how wonderful this um, uh, a- Asian film festival is in Vancouver that I didn't know um, about because uh, it only started after I had left uh, 22 years ago. And um, uh, and uh, they needed a new director. So here I am. There you go. Lin Lee right there for you. And <laughs> Regina, how about you? Good, good, good. So, uh, my name is Regina. So, I am right now oversee the public relations and media relations for the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I've been involved with them. This will be the fifth year. Uh, I've been uh, doing the marketing and sponsorship for the last few years. So, mm-hmm. I've been stepping down, doing other projects on my own. And um, so, I'm from uh, Halifax. Mm. I grew up in Halifax, and then we moved. Um, I moved to Vancouver because of the job, and I actually stayed in the states for a long time before I moved back to Canada. Um, so, what else? Look like to uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Huh? I see a yeah. pattern right there. I definitely see a pattern. How did the both of you get to meet each other? Through someone who couldn't make it today. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on, right on. There yeah, you go. I, I volunteered. When I moved back to Vancouver, uh, for me, uh, it was very much an exploration. Uh, I was trying to feel my way and find a second career. Mm. So I had some free time to myself. I volunteered uh, at the uh, wonderful Dr. Sun Yat Sen, Classical Chinese Garden. And I met uh, someone named Vincent Wong, who is now 
now the uh, marketing director of the Vancouver Asian Film Festival, and um, uh, we we uh, he, he throws parties all the time, and and I met <laughs> Regina and a lot of other FAF people uh, at that party, and that's uh, when I first actually uh, got in touch with the festival and found out oh there's this thing I really should check out, and and when I went to the festival I, I it opened my eyes mm-hmm. and, and I was I was so blown away that um, there's a festival that's actually dedicated to Asian culture mm-hmm. uh, and celebrating um, the diversity uh, of um, film and the the different identities and, and culture of um, Asian people from around the world. Mm-hmm. Diversity is a word that uh, I've heard a lot, when, uh, especially in the film community mm-hmm. uh, yes. recently. And I'd love to know... Uh, how's it been going so far with the festival and and you know and uh, the preparation and the setting up and everything? I would love to know what's 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 the situation. How is it flowing over there behind the behind the scenes? Well, right now uh, it is in full gear because our festival is coming up in November. Uh, this year is going to be November first to fourth. It's always a four-day festival. And um, uh, it's been going really well because uh, this year we, we actually had a lot of submissions. Uh, in fact, um, it was a record-breaking year for us. Um, lots, I think there's more people um, from around the world uh, uh, knowing a little bit more about our festival. Um, so uh, there's lots of great films happening. Uh, and I think um, especially because um, there is so much talk, uh, especially, I guess, um, it is uh, Hollywood that, that's um, leading the way. Um, people are more aware that um, Oscar's so white, um, we don't want to be white washed out. Mm. Um, and, and, and so um, we, we want whitewashed to be out. Um, and, and so I think there, there's um, a culmination of things that um, uh, everybody realizes that with diversity, uh, the, the content, the stories of the film are much more interesting and um, it's more eye-opening because now you realize there's really so much more in the world um, that we've been missing out on uh, because it was not shown on uh, the, the silver screen. Absolutely, that's uh, that's a really um, interesting uh, point of view. There is a lot to that, you know. There's a lot of depth to that point of view, and I think we'll get to explore that a little bit later on as well. But I'd love to know from uh, Regina. Uh, well, the the festival being around, uh, this is the twenty second year, right? Yeah. So that means is this concept, this diversity, has been around since then, mm-hmm. and um, you know because of the founder when she first discovered that's a uh, opportunity and um, in North America, and, and then she decided to start this and, mm-hmm. and then they've been doing it and progressive and get to this point and I think we still continue need to grow and to um, build this diversity but then on the other hand I think that's also involved with more co-productions with not just Asians and then that is kind of you know in a way to create a different environment for um, not just only focusing one area. Diversity is good. As mm-hmm. well. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. necessary. It's yeah. necessary. Woohoo! It's it's key. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I feel that, uh, especially nowadays, we we get to talk a lot about this on on this show and this podcast, and uh, it, it feels like it's be, it's becoming a necessity. It's just a matter of representation. Uh, no, absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're we're um, representing Asians um, through the Vancouver Asian Film Festival. Of course, there are a lot of um, other communities, um, like um, the um, Vancouver uh, Latin America uh, f- uh, Film Festival is yeah. coming up, mm-hmm. and there's also the Vancouver South Asian Film Festival. You know, uh, lots of 
lots of different um, um, ethnic groups uh, are also doing a lot to uh, contribute to to this, and mm-hmm. and I, th- I think um, it's it's just wonderful to be able to hear voices from all the different cultures. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and that's also because Vancouver itself has it's colored by so ma- so much yeah. you know there's so many different colors in Vancouver so many slices of community and that's what makes Vancouver so so sparkling that's actually what attracted me to to return mm-hmm. um, is that uh, you know I, I was away for uh, you know 20 years um, but I do come back um, often and I've noticed that change and in fact um, it was only after I came back, I realized when I had left um, after school, after I finished college, part of the reason was I, back then, this was in the 90s, mm-hmm. I really <laughs> felt, that was a long time ago, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, I really felt um, I, I was an outsider. Mm. I never felt that I, this, I could call this home. Because um, the culture was predominantly, you know, white, and and I I always felt it it was subconscious. I didn't realize it. Um, And like when I wanted to see myself, it was always I had to go to Chinatown or um, the 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 now Rio Theater, uh, Mm. where they used to play all the Hong Kong imported movies. um, uh, That I I didn't I had to I had to stay with my own people to 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 hear my own voice, but. Slowly, I have noticed that everything is more integrated. And even, um, you know, um, Caucasian people that I talk to, mm-hmm. now I realize, oh, they, they actually have the experience of growing up with um, people of other ethnic backgrounds and, and they grow up together and they're friends and, and it's, it's all great. Wow, so do yeah. you feel home now? I do. Awesome. And Regina, what is your home? Well, I, think, I think like in, in Canada, in general speaking, it's quite diverse besides Vancouver and then, you know, in East Coast as well too and it's, it's a strange thing because I go in a small town right and and then after that I moved to the state so basically um, experience like 80% of my life is non-Asian so mm. it's an interesting experience that I've seen when um, i you know, was in Vancouver now, so it's a little bit different. I had a little bit of a gesture at that time to compare with where I go, but I, I still feel like there's an in between moment. So, and you know, sometimes think that am I, you know, in the Asian area, or sometimes mm. thinking more on the non Asian. So I still have that feeling before mm-hmm. behind that. Yeah, it opens a whole new uh, aspect of home. Over there, you know yeah. what? Were you the the the, the 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 words just came out of your yeah. mouth. It's just <laughs> you know, it just opens up a whole new definition of home. And I would love yeah, to know yeah. what's your definition of home. Wow, well, I think my definition of home is the place that I feel comfortable with, and I'm like live like living life with. That is what I see as home. It could be anywhere in mm-hmm. in the world. It could be, and, and then also the family. Is very important for me. So, like the family, where my family is, and that's that I would call that as home from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, Lynn. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Um, for me, home is where I can find my roots, and um, Hong Kong will always be a home. Uh, even though when I go there, there there's something foreign about it uh, by now because I've moved away for a long time. And I don't, I don't um, identify with certain um, parts of it, cultures and, and, and um, behavior and all that. Um, but uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I feel so at home in Vancouver because I do have friends now 
mm-hmm. uh, my family is here, mm-hmm. um, loved ones. You know, when yeah. you're you're close to your loved ones, you 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 f- that that is your home. But I think um, it is where you feel you can express yourself and be and be yourself. That's that's where home is for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And <laughs> with that, I would actually love to know a little bit more about your artistic background and where you come from as a as a human being. <laughs> Who's gonna go now, first? Now you start. Ah, right. Regina wants to go first. I can see that. All right. Should all I right, start right. with that question? All right. So where are you Regina, from? Regina, it's all yours. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, okay. So where am I from? My uh, my ethnic background is uh, Chinese and Japanese, and um, so I grew up in Canada, right? So, but then. You know, I don't want to challenge this to our audience to listen to this part, but that's how I feel that because mm-hmm. this question is can we go really deep from my point of view? And I think no matter uh, which culture background you have, which colors of your skin you are, and I think we all live in the same planet. Yeah, high five for that. High five. High five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Look at that. So all right, that's all right. why that's how I feel that. But then you can always you know explain you know that where you from could be based on you know your cultures that you believe and who you are. So mm-hmm. that's that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, was there something? Was it? Uh, were you always related to the world of the arts? Uh, yes and no, because um, I, you know, I do like photography type of things, mm-hmm. and and I always this is something that I always can exp- use that to express my artistic you know sense mm-hmm. and and then you know when you go out you learn to be you know not quite artistic anymore and then you go working and but, but deep down i still do like to do that more as a hobby in a way and then um and then by, besides that like the couple projects that i'm talking about is i'm more focused right now to uh, going to a couple of the filmmaking productions mm-hmm. at this moment so and that's kind of i can express like what i have in my own my perspective awesome. on that, that sounds great right there yeah yeah lynn how about you mm-hmm. what about your artistic background where do you come from i consider myself a closet artist oh okay <laughs> <laughs> um because uh i I have a lot of artistic uh, inclinations, um, and I love the arts, uh, be it visual arts or performance arts, uh, film arts, everything. Um, but uh, I, I'm a very balanced person. I also am very, like, extremely logical as well. So, in fact, um, there, there were some like personality tests where um, they test whether you're more right brain or left brain. I'm right smack in the middle (laughs) so I could kind of swing both ways Mm -hmm. Um, but I think throughout my career um, I have always leaned a little bit more to the logical business side of things um, management and everything Um, I think I'm more comfortable that way because in some ways it's less risky I think being an artist you really have to be super brave to be able to take criticism and um, you know do do your thing um, and not caring about what other people mm-hmm. say and stuff like that. Uh, I am sometimes brave uh, in that aspect, but not all always. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, my background, uh, actually, I loved art so much. I uh, majored in art, but I oh, did wow. art history. Oh wow! Uh, in, uh, yeah, here um, and uh, it, it was a lot of fun, but I had no idea what I was gonna do with that <laughs> degree. Um, and uh, back then, you know, I, I met a friend who uh, worked in an advertising agency, and I thought, um, hey, he gets to work with all these creative um, masterminds who um, write copy, uh, who design um, posters and make uh, commercials. 
and that's a fantastic job. But then he he、um, needs to you know、um, plan the project and all that. So I. I'm actually really good at that, so I actually did、um, advertising and marketing. Oh, I see, I see. Interesting.、Um, for like yeah, dozens of years,、um, mm-hmm. and then when I actually decided to move back to Vancouver, I decided I will try to do something else. And, and so that's here we are, eh? Back to Vancouver, and you know, discovered what the the city had to offer, and film was the the big thing.、Uh, like every other person I know had something to really、mm-hmm. <laughs> related in the film is- industry. So smacked、so. in the middle, perfect balance, huh? You said between、uh-huh. creative and and, and、yes. rational mindsets. That's、uh, yes. I, I feel probably the right place to be as a fi- as a film <laughs> festival director because there is so much going on right there. And I hope so. Yes,、yeah. we will explore that a little bit later.、Yeah. But I think now it's time to take a break and、uh, this. Being said,、uh, this is a soundtrack that that both of you chose personally for the show, and I'd love to、mm-hmm. ask you why you chose the soundtrack of、uh, Crazy Rich Asians、uh, later on, right after the break. This is "Waiting for Your Return" by Jasmine Chen. Enjoy.
Welcome back, everybody. This is a Room Tone, the radio show. We talk movies because we love it. We're joined by Lin Lee and Regina Leon from the Vancouver Asian Film Festivals. And that was the soundtrack of Crazy Rich Asians. Now, I got to ask you, mm-hmm. how come? How come that soundtrack and why now? I downloaded it last week and I've been listening to it every day. So when you <laughs> asked about music, that had to be the first thing I was going to give it to you. And this is um, the the hottest movie right now. And um, the, in the Asian community, we're super excited about how well it's doing and how well it's received. And of course, most importantly, and that's what um, all the media is talking about, how important this film is um, to representation and especially Asian representation because it's... Um, really been way too long since um, a Hollywood uh, studio has actually backed up and produced a movie with an all-Asian cast. And it's actually Asian through and through. Um, the, mm-hmm. the, it's based on a book um, by a writer uh, who's um, Asian-Singaporean, Kevin Kwan. Global bestseller, and they adapted uh, to a movie and, uh, and got the fabulous director, John M. Chu, to direct this movie. So, um, you know, finally... We're seeing Asians being represented in the right way um, and not just uh, as stereotypes as, you know, the um, fabulous Kung Fu artists or... Interesting. So so there was something fresh about that that definitely uh, wiped everything off. How do you feel about that movie, Regina? Yeah, well, the first thing is that song, actually, is kind of interesting because um, I think they... This movie, they picked those different songs for this movie, mm-hmm. and it's this kind was of the opening, on, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And um, and also, it's there's a culture of that because I, when I first heard that songs, I was like, wow, this is kind of remind me like the movies that had been done like long time ago. They use this music, um, but they always portray like you know the 40s, the gram style at that time. Mm-hmm. So that <laughs> is that reminded me on that, and and I think the um, the Asian representation. It, this is something quite um, eyes open like, you know you can hear that this is 25 years ago the last time <laughs> that they have that and and but I think besides Asian representations on this and they have more in-depth story to talk about that of this movie and I think they definitely did a good job mm-hmm. you know and and based it's a definitely a Hollywood Love America uh, productions but injected with the Asian cultures in mm. all other type of cultures. And I guarantee yeah. Yeah. anyone who's seen this movie, you will want to go to Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that an accurate representation of Singapore? Uh, well, it doesn't show all aspects of it, but okay. um, definitely uh, some of the best sides of Singapore, like the food. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the great landmarks and, and the ultra-modern side of um, that city. Because what I typically cringe when I see a Hollywood Hollywood movie like James Bond or like even um, Mission Impossible or other other films Um, when they show Hong Kong which is like an ultra modern city by now um, you they always still have to put a Chinese pagoda um, (laughs) or you know some and and you know junks with um, people rowing uh, manually (laughs) um, in the farmers hats and, and I don't see that anywhere, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, yeah. yes, that exists, but that is a tiny part of the culture, and in fact, more of the history of the culture, and not um, not representative of what is today. So, so that's why it, w- it was just so refreshing to see the real city 
um, and also language. It, it was um, really refreshing um, to see how uh, in the movie they they actually portrayed um, again not everything, but a, a lot of different aspects, especially um, the different dialects um, mm. that you you get to hear, especially uh, Singlish, as we we call mm-hmm. it, um, the Singaporean English. Um, uh, th- th- that uh, it is um, Regina, authentic. Yeah. Regina, I'd like to ask you something yeah. actually uh, related to the representation of this movie um you know in accordance with the city of singapore do you feel it's it's, it's how do you feel about the representation of the city and what are the well, aspects that are not represented well the thing is um actually i've never been to singapore before so i don't mm. know but oh then, there you go but then i can i can say that the other thing is just a you know just a fact we it's like <laughs> you should have dinner first before you go watch this movie because <laughs> you'll be yes. so hungry oh yes <laughs> that's like at least the first 10 minutes at the opening we talk about like what food they mm-hmm. install different like hawker center mm-hmm. that they have in Singapore then we will make spoiler you spoiler alert spoiler sorry so, spoiler but go watch the movie and if you love eating that's a good movie to go mm-hmm. check it out um, so I mean like the, the things that I know about Singapore is just full of like friends so I've never been there but I know that they're very modernized country and and then you know they saw it really like you can that's why I can say, I say that it's really similar with like a lot of American productions doesn't feel like oh some just inject a little bit of the Asian little bit like what we said that Mission Impossible is that they have a little bit of the tongue in China mm. and then they will think oh this is how China looked like but actually even in China there's a certain area yeah. is very modern as well so they uh, it's just kind of how I feel that on that interesting yeah. it feels like uh, the movie uh, navigates in the uh, in the thematic of tradition versus and innovation culture. yeah, Col- yeah. In, yeah. in the well. realm of culture absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. and and, and uh, disclaimer none of us work for Warner Brothers oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's backstage yes personally <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand <laughs> I understand we can uh, it, it's, it's palpable that there is a care behind this um, and uh, I feel that it's important to explore that care because uh, it's, it's important it feels like this movie it's marking uh, a moment yeah. And in fact, uh, a movement. Yeah, movement. Okay. Yeah. How about exploring a little bit of that, Lynn? Yeah. I feel like you want to you want to talk about that. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you mean with we're, movement? We're just like so excited because um, it it's really brought out a lot of um, people. Actually, li- literally bringing out a lot of um, Asians and also non-Asians who are curious about what's what's this movie all about? Why is this representation so? different or what's a big deal so it's, it's brought on a lot of people who are, who are simply curious um, who want to find out more and then I've been hearing a lot of um, comments about how how surprised to for them to see the culture uh, of Asians and, and things that they've never known about such as uh, certain traditions like Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to reveal too much about the story. So certain things go for that it, go Asian... For um, like there are scenes, a um, uh, very memorable scene to me, uh, where um, the, the lead actor, Nick, um, brings Rachel, uh, his girlfriend, um, back to his grandma's place to uh, wrap dumplings. And okay. that is um, a, a traditional thing that um, Chinese families do, typically, um, you know, for a festival or, or um, you know, or, or a, a birthday party or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so things like that um, are 
are deep in our roots, but um, we may not actually share that. And then that was shown on, uh, you know, through the story uh, on the big screen and shared with other cultures. It, w- it was just, it w- for me, I, I feel like I want to bring all my friends to, to see it just so that they can have a sneak peek at what my history, my okay. life is about. And it's a, it's a, it's a good uh, portrayal of what it's yeah. all about. So it sounds so like it's an it's a it's a it's a precise and healthy portrayal of the traditions. Is correct. that does that sound right? Yes. And at the same time, it also talks about uh, a lot of the the clashes with uh, how the tradition is um, being modernized mm. or, or values of uh, modern days how how that clashes mm-hmm. because the the um, protagonist uh, well uh, Rachel is uh, American Chinese. So she's not as traditional and she's I see. been thrown into this world of crazy rich Asians but at the same time in a very traditional Chinese family. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's really uh, an interesting. interesting. And how do you feel about well, that modernization, uh, Regina? Uh, so go back to that yeah. one. Because <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. really interesting remark you mentioned to that. Um, so uh, the the traditional part of that is actually um, because of this traditional. It's not just happening in Asia. Like uh, as a Japanese background, the mm-hmm. uh, family get together will make like Japanese sushi mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. to yeah. talk about you know like any type of special occasions and so even they will you know do things like this to uh, get to know each other with new families or new friends and family to be in there. They do that of that. Um, so go back to your question for mm-hmm. the modernization and um, in terms of the movie or in terms of the overall experience well I would love to know about <laughs> the overall experience actually because I know that is uh, it's, 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 it's a pretty interesting topic and people we, we have to talk about this and yeah. I, I'd love to hear your point of view yeah. on that on that aspect of modernization of the culture well I think uh, if we look at where we live now right and we're surrounded by heavy like modernized media if you like go up in North America you probably don't experience that much of the traditional additional size of it, the difference is how um, you see, uh, you know, like we, we normally tradition side, you respect the elders. In the modernization, you probably don't call it the simple thing. You probably don't call your mom and dad as mom and dad. You probably mm. call them <laughs> the first name. Oh so that's goodness, one yes. of the key things that you can you mean. see. That okay, the differences. And then like when you go to, you know, like some other family, they maybe meet your um your significant half family is like I think in the Western culture and the same thing. They they if you call them Mister something or Mister something, they will feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then you know, and then you know they will they will work, they will like prefer you to call them their first name. Mm-hmm. Respect, respect is a them. big thing. It's respect. a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so it's a little bit different. I think the modernizing culture or even the Western and the Eastern culture. So and and you know, they. That's How do you personally feel? Do you think it's a good thing, a bad thing, or does it live in the middle? Where, where do I don't you think stand? it's a good thing and bad thing. I think it's more like how you adopt it into different mm-hmm. culture. Like even you know, you go to Asia or any traditional family, not just Asia, like any traditional family that you experience it. It could be non-Asian in a tra- the traditional family, mm-hmm. and and then they have their style. Like you know, simple thing: you walk into the house, you take off your shoes, like mm-hmm. not taking off your shoes, right? Mm-hmm. They're just the simple things I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you agree with yeah. uh, with that, Lin? I I think it's a super uh, interesting and uh, forever discussion whether being traditional is better or modernization Mm -hmm. is better. I think it has to be a fine balance. I think Mm. things will change inevitably, like it or not. Um, But you 
And especially as you grow older, you realize how important tradition it is uh, is because it it actually is what defines you, your history, your culture. And I think um, especially this day and age with all our tech devices, we're we're almost conditioned and trained to forget about the old and constantly chase the new. Wow, thank you for saying uh, that. That's very true. Yes, yes, yes. Isn't it? Um, And uh, we've always bought into this, like, I I have to have the the newest um, app. I have to buy the next iPhone because it's, you know, it's got all these nifty things. And, And we sometimes forget whether we really need it. And we mm. forget about how good some of the traditional things are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we got to find a, a balance. Yeah. Always but chasing for the new consumable, but mm-hmm. culture is not consumable. Huh? No. Well, not at all. Tradition is the foundation, in mm-hmm. a sense, of it to build whatever that you move for it. Mm, foundation. Yes, it's I foundation. like those words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very well put, eh? I like that. Yeah, and absolutely. It's the same for any culture. Yeah. Actually, when we were talking about it, I remembered this thing. There, there is a very universal saying. I'm sure um, uh, Italians say that as well. Um, uh, uh, families that eat together stay together. Mm, okay, that's right? interesting. We might yeah. have a, a little translation. I feel that, uh, you know, food brings people together. Right. Yes. Uh, right. There is something about family that uh, it's definitely, um, you know, f- crucial mm-hmm. and really lives at the core of, of my culture personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I feel, though, is there are some aspects of what we name culture that are universal. And I feel that the concept of, fa- of family is one of those. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, we it's just something so organic, something so powerful that comes from deep within. We, we every culture I feel has a sense of that fam- familiar strength, you know, that familiar uh, magic, that air that you can breathe only when you're with your family. And then family is a big word to explore as well. You know, there is a lot of depth to that word. We can explore and talk about what, how do you define family? That's a whole different discussion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. Let's ask that actually. How do you how do you define family, Lean? Let's go. Let's go for it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. Um, family doesn't necessarily have to be blood relations, actually. Um, it is um, people who love you and accept you. And, um, of course, you know, your your immediate family um, that uh, you're born into, that is family. But then you also have families where um, y- you have your own tribe and you f- call them family because they're people you, you c- can count on because they... They will accept you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Acceptance, another key word there. Regina, how do you feel about that? I agree most of what Lin said, mm-hmm. but I think that's one thing is, Hamley is, uh, is uh, one thing is, um, they will do whatever things to support each other. Mm-hmm. You know, they will do that. No matter your family related to blood or related to what we said, like uh, the work environment or any community that you involved with. And I think that family, if everyone was l- willing to uh, do each things for each other, helping yeah. each mm-hmm. other, that's for my it's a con- yeah. It's unconditional. Yes. I think the word yes, there is it's unconditional. Unconditional. the yeah. unconditional. That that unconditional. Yes, right. That's that's what creates yeah. that 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 coming that family back yeah. again. And that's hard to come by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a human need yeah. having family. It is. It yeah, is. it is a human need, and and I think more and more so nowadays, people being um, more open and uh, aware of mental health issues. Often it comes back to you know how how um, how they were 
abandoned or abused and and um, yeah not getting the right family support that they they could have <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's a, a very big thematic to explore Absolutely. and uh, we can go really really deep with that and uh, I feel that there is a lot of uh, res- I have a lot of respect for the people that stand up for themselves mm-hmm. and go beyond what their family maybe imposed them uh, previously in the past Oh yeah, uh, and uh, it's uh, it's always something to respect, especially if you're not familiar with that. I personally come from a, an amazing family, and I'm so I'm extremely grateful for that. Mm. That it is like it's it's very hard to explain with words the gratefulness mm-hmm. that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I show respect to the people who maybe didn't have that, and maybe they found that in a community that is outside of their their blood relations mm-hmm. you know yeah. Yeah. and I feel that that's when the power of community comes out when uh, we can cross the boundary and look at each other in the eyes not at the skin color not at the hair color not at the shape just more. at yeah. the yeah. eyes because yeah. yeah. that's sure. that's really that's the, you know it's from you, your heart yes yes <laughs> the, yeah the eyes are the channel straight to the yeah. heart and uh, the eyes are that line that it's really if you want to read a person the eyes are the only way you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, all the rest is just an illusion and uh, that's an interesting thing to explore as well but again uh, I think uh, we are uh, about to wrap the second section oh, of wow. the show and the wow. podcast yeah time has been flying in here and this being said we're going to the second song uh, always chosen by our guests this is the soundtrack of Crazy Rich Asians we're going on a little bit of a different mood right now this is Waiting for Your Return by Jasmine Chen enjoy
Welcome back, everybody. This is Room Tone, the radio show. We talk movies because we love it. And we might have played the same song twice. We made a double whammy right there. We made a double whammy right there. And that's okay. That's okay. Here we Continue go. Continue dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still, uh, that upbeat wanted to really uh, get out there. So we made it happen. And uh, this is the time, actually, to go through the Proust questionnaire and the one minute pitch. We have these two final sections. Cool. And we're going to actually start with the one minute pitch. Uh, uh, I would just go right away. Who are you? Are you both okay. ready to make it happen? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, hit uh. that clock. You ready? <gasps> yes. And let's go. Everybody, you should all come out to the Vancouver Asian Film Festival in November 1st to 4th at International Village. That's where you'll see amazing films from around the world by Asian filmmakers featuring Asian actors. Uh, we have uh, wonderful films from Asia and also uh, great films from uh, Canadian filmmakers. We have a section called uh, Best Canadian... Um, uh, we have a competition um, for uh, Best Canadian Shorts and also Best Canadian Features where filmmakers um, can have a chance to be awarded. Um, and also we have uh, a lot of local filmmakers who will come uh, on panels to talk to you about um, their their experience and uh, talk about diversity in filmmaking and uh, also their uh, film experience. Awesome. Oh Sounds God. great. And <laughs> that was the Vancouver Asian Film Festival right there, pitched by minute. Lin Lee. Yeah, that was one minute. Yeah, one yeah. minute. There you go. Don't, don't forget not to uh, check out the website. It's Oh, mm, <laughs> <laughs> We got cut out. Okay. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put the link to that website in the description of the podcast okay, as well. Yay. Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. So that everybody can have access to that. And uh, yeah, there was one minute right there. And now it's time to go to the Proust questionnaire. Are you both ready? Sure. Maybe. Okay, we're Maybe. we're going for it, and we usually uh, we pick five questions randomly. Okay. Uh, out of the thirty-five questions that Proust wrote down. Okay. Uh, and he wrote them down, believing that they would uh, help uh, I, finding someone's true identity. Uh, so let's see where we're going with this. Let's see. Let's sure. see. Sure. Let's see where we find ourselves. And uh, the first Pretty thing, sure actually, I should probably ask over here is. Hmm. Oh, wow. The list goes on. It's interesting. How do we want to light this up? Um, let me go with question number seven. And it goes, what is your current state of mind? Uh, Who goes first? Who goes first? Yeah, I go. Uh, living life. Living life? Yeah, yes. Yeah, or YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Regina passes the word to Lin. Finding balance. Mm. Balance. So much happening in my life. I, I need to find balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Balance is a word that uh, came out a lot from you today. And uh, I'd love to mm-hmm. learn a little bit more about how you managed to find that balance in your life as a festival director, but also as a human being. Well, I think... Um, Having friends is very important. Having people that you can talk to and share um, to to be able to 
vent to be able to relax with um, and 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 just forget about everything is is important. Um, I I think uh, having lots of interests uh, is the root of the problem <laughs> for me. Um, but uh, I think um, just enjoying the moment, uh, enjoying whatever you're doing and, and finding meaning in everything that you, you do is very important. Finding meaning. To, yeah, absolutely. You, for me, um, having purpose is very important. Um, I, I, I feel that uh, I want to be useful. I, I want to contribute. I, I want to look back in my life and then think that I, I haven't wasted my life away. Um, so uh, being able to, to do that and, and do things that are purposeful. Uh, it's important. And me. you said finding meaning, that's something that, that, that lit me up a little bit because yeah. uh, it's something I've been questioning myself. And mm -hmm. finding meaning is probably even different than forging meaning. And I feel that it's, it's a little bit more of a process of forging the meaning. You know, I, I feel mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit different than lifting up a stone and, oh, you find, you find the meaning. But forging it is definitely a process that takes time. And that's what happens with pain as well. Pain forces you to forge that meaning, and, and, and that meaning is what pushes, as you said, to, to, to get to have purpose. And it also changes throughout life, right? Absolutely. Because of your life experiences, you, you realize I was on this path, and, and now maybe a different path is better suited for you. And so that's why I think we live this long, because we, it takes forever yeah. to find that path. Ah, that's a very, oh, I like that point yeah. of view. Yeah, yeah, do you agree with that? Oh, or do you know, look at that. Uh, he, yes, I know, you, you, you follow some sort of a path, but then you hit like so many roadblocks. Yeah. You just have to adopt it what you can. And then carry on, like what you say, forging. You mm -hmm. know, it's different. <laughs> you mm -hmm. living, right? It's a little bit different for that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so it's it's just my point of view. For that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Oh, absolutely. All right. And that takes us to the second uh, question of the Proust questionnaire, and this is question number five. Which living person do you most admire? Tough question, eh? It is. There's, there's, there's so many. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I will have to say my mother. Oh, <laughs> I see. nice. Yeah. yeah, she, she is uh, an amazing woman. Um, she's so talented, um, but uh, I think uh, she, she is also very brave in that um, you know she she also gave up uh, a lifelong career um, to to find happiness and um, uh, she she could have um, been you know very famous and and um, you know she lived under the limelight for a long time um, but she she wanted to um, dedicate her life to her family and so um, she took a back seat and um, Uh, and you know, basically stayed at home and and uh, supported my um, father and raised me and uh, came here. But but she never felt she sacrificed because she she was um, she was very much happy, much happier um, being herself. Um, she reads. Uh, she used to be a writer. Um, she reads extensively, and and she enjoys that. And she picked up new hobbies when she came to Canada. She reinvented herself, mm -hmm. and um, and she uh, yes, a lot of people 
are inspired by women who have a lifelong career. And it almost sounds like um, she's a very traditional woman, but she actually is not. She's the most unconventional woman. Um, she speaks her mind. She's brilliant. But it's so inspiring that um, she made the choice. Like mm -hmm. she could do everything, um, had a career, be a career woman, but she made that choice. Wonderful. Very interesting to dive a little bit deeper into the into mm -hmm. into your life. Very interesting. And <laughs> Regina, how about you? Yeah, it's it's funny, you know. <laughs> but actually, uh, the most <laughs> the person that I admire is actually is my dad. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's my father. That's different, right? So, I mean, yes, I definitely agree what Lean said. Like uh, the mother's role in the family. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason that like like for my dad is always my dad is always my inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I seen, uh, how, you know, he's a businessman. Being, you know. He work you know been working hard and for the family and then but on the other hand he always have this kind of like a, I call the Buddhist style in mm -hmm. a way he's so happy all the time no matter what challenge what problems that he's facing up he'll find a way and and then you know every time you have a conversation with my dad and then he will give you that comfortness mm -hmm. and uh, that you experience anything tough in your life and and that's why it's always it's my dad and then he's actually quite a funny person <laughs> <laughs> and he does like, improv as a hobby for fun mm -hmm. and if I can be like that it'll be awesome <laughs> that's uh, something that why I admire my dad yeah. interesting yeah. alright well uh, that, that was a very interesting uh, conversation right there thank you for sharing that yeah I really Absolutely. appreciate that and uh, with that being said let's, let's go into uh, another aspect Let's explore other aspects, and let's go to the okay. third question of the Bruce questionnaire. Let's let's speed it up a little bit, and I want to ask you, what is your motto? Yeah. 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 Lean, are you gonna work go first? Hard, work hard, play hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Are we kidding around here? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. I take uh, I take uh, play very seriously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's true, Regina? that's true, but I have this one is work is work, travel is adventures that matters from my point of view. Mm. <laughs> nice, I like it, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And that leads us to the fourth question of the Proust questionnaire, and that is what is your most marked characteristic? Hey, hey, most hey. Marked. Most marked, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, <laughs> do you feel, how do you feel about yeah, that question? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, compassion. Mm. Yeah, people say that about me. I'm very understanding, and and um, uh, I think a lot of people always say I have a lot of empathy with other people. Awesome. So, mm -hmm. Nice. How about you, Regina? Easy going, almost all the time. Okay. Because everyone said it. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's going with the flow. Definitely <laughs> true. Yeah. Definitely true. Going with the flow. Going with the, <laughs> <laughs> the way she said it. No. Yeah. No. All right. I, I'm so blessed that uh, Regina is so easygoing. <laughs> that's that's a balance right there. Yeah, that's yeah. a balance right yeah, there. For sure. That's yeah. awesome. That's Absolutely. awesome. I like it. And that leads us to the fifth question of the Proust questionnaire, and that goes: What do you consider your greatest achievement? <laughs> mm -hmm. Talking about life and transformation, we gotta get, we gotta reach these questions. <laughs> I'm 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 so I'm yeah trained to be humble. I hate talking about achievements, mm. um, but uh, I think one achievement I I have to say I'm pretty proud of. Um, I don't have many enemies at all, mm. <laughs> and and to to me um, that is important. I I think. Um, uh, often people say, you know, you, you shouldn't care about, um, you know, what people say about you, etc. But I'm, 
I'm Miss Congeniality. I I like peace and harmony, mm-hmm. and I like uh, to be that person who maintains harmony uh, amongst everybody. So so yes, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and Regina, you want to yeah. share your slides? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like uh, I think I, I mean everyone will have a different achievement moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know even myself, I would say that's few thing, but I always feel that. Um, Things I will fight for someone that they couldn't speak for themselves, and that's mm. why I'm really key on uh, rescue dogs, and that's a few groups that I belong to. If that right, awesome. so mm-hmm. I'll keep continuing to fight for that, and that's leading to other projects that I'm working on. is related to that topic. That's awesome, yeah. and uh, <laughs> here we are uh, reaching the end of our episode today. Okay, and Ooh. I think it's uh, the time to ask you. What's your advice to filmmakers? Before we wrap all this up, mm-hmm. what's your advice to f- young filmmakers out there? I'll go ahead. Uh, okay, I'll say um, willing to learn from anyone, no matter they have experienced filmmakers or indie filmmakers or young filmmakers, emerging filmmakers, because I think you 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 do you work on projects together, you will experience uh, differences, even uh, with experienced filmmakers. And mm-hmm. you learn the style, you learn the technique. But then when you uh, met with the in, the young filmmakers, they have uh, different ideas. Yeah. Then you will, you know, you probably will help your projects to be what, what is your next step. Work together with different groups. For sure. And Lin? I was actually going to say something else, but this inspired me to go back to what I was saying, work hard, play hard. I think um, because in this um, high-tech age where everything is about instant gratification, I think uh, we we've all been trained to actually not value hard work uh, and being too impatient to actually just um, you know pound the pavement and 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 be patient that uh, to to perfect your skills that actually takes a, a lot of time uh, and I, I find that I, I noticed that um, sometimes some young people um, will actually be less patient than they they should be to to ride that journey um but uh i also want to say um just don't be afraid to do whatever you you want to do because um you know especially for asians uh traditionally we've been um you know taught uh, brought up to be become professionals you know um Mm. but i think even um, more and more so i see families uh, encouraging their children to to explore their creative side and and trust their creative instincts and and so I, I really think um, it's very important to go with your instincts and go out and and make anything and and s- start anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, I like that. All right, so patience is a key word right there as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so I say yes. Yeah, st- <laughs> patience. Ooh, patience. Sorry, another for another episode. For another yes. episode. Yes, yes. Well, this being said, we're gonna wrap this whole episode up with the soundtrack of Crazy Rich Asians and this is actually Yellow by Catherine Ho yes any shout outs you want to do before we launch this guy I, I just want to say this is amazing because um, I'm so excited this is a cover that uh, was created just for this film and Catherine Ho uh, was a former contestant on uh, The Voice uh, and uh, this is in Mandarin and uh, it, it's just um, beautiful um, how it wrapped up the, the movie as well and uh, yeah awesome alright this is Yellow by Catherine Ho Oh, this was Room Tone, the radio show that takes filmmaking's community to your ears. Ruggero, your host, right here. See you next Monday.
风。